Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, a co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information here on Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. All right, so as you know, if you've been listening in the last few weeks, uh, Dennis has officially transplanted to Florida from up north. He is a Florida resident and uh, lives on an air park down in Fort Myers now. And I knew it was only going to be a matter of time before he got inundated by relatives and uh, close friends, uh, actually not even friends, just uh, casual acquaintances saying, hey, Dennis, hey, uh, you got extra room there in Florida? I'll like, come see you. And uh, I, I think I uh, nailed it because he has been bombarded this week with, what? what is this? Is this immediate family you got down there visiting you or what, Dennis? Yeah, it's my wife's family. Uh, Okay. They made made plans that as soon as we got settled in, they were on their way. Right. So So. they called Dibs, and they got down there first to take over the guest uh, bedroom and and take advantage of some of the nice weather in uh, Florida and escape the great white north. Uh, It it happens, you know, and I'll tell you, as a longtime Florida resident, what happens is the first couple years, you're inundated with, with relatives and like I said, friends you haven't heard from in years, family, like third cousins and stuff that want to come stay with you and stuff like that. And then then after a couple of years, it kind of tapers off and they leave you alone. But the first couple of years, get used to it, my friend. It's going to happen. And, well, uh, it's kind of nice because, you know, it was we kind of uprooted and moved really kind of quickly from the time we first started talking about this to coming down here it was only a matter of, you know, three months. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it was, it was we pulled up stakes quickly. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of nice to see family again and, you know, have my my niece and nephews uh, down here and people, you know. They they just got to see and experience the house, and they were blown away with it, just like we were when we first saw it. Well, of course, and you're still in that novelty phase where it's going to feel great. You know, you, you probably get, a, I'd say, a few months of that, and then you're going to go like, oh, my God, we got someone else coming again this week? Holy crap. But, uh, but you know, enjoy the, I don't know, uh, the initial uh, thing of of having family together a little bit. And you're taking them in small doses because you're playing the COVID card, right? So they can only take a couple at a time. So it's probably not so bad. But, you know, know, you'll get used to it. It's just a thing we have to uh, uh, deal with as Florida residents. And I I say deal with, but it's nice. It's better than having to go up there to see them, right? (laughs) I agree. Because up there it's cold. Correct. Correct. So uh, you had your wife, uh, family, or sister. And her hubby down and a few folks um, or what? Yeah, it's my, my wife's mother and uh, oh, okay. two of her sisters are down here. And so, yeah, it, it's it's been nice having everybody together again. Well, I'm sure. So you had them in town and uh, did you take them flying and your Mooney or what? Well, it, it really was kind of fun because they showed up uh, last Saturday and I was actually out doing a flying lesson with one of the neighbors. So I was take uh basically it was a combination of flying out for breakfast in the morning and shooting some instant approaches and 
then, uh, you know, be bopping around to a couple of different airports to try different approaches there and basically doing an instrument proficiency check with one of the neighbors. Okay. And, uh, now I when you say that up to the house, where are you doing the training you're teaching or are I they was, teaching? You? I was instructing, you nope, instructing. I, I'm the double okay. I. That's so right. That's I was, I was teaching. Say. Okay. Yep. One of the neighbors needed, yeah. uh, needed a couple of approaches in. Mm-hmm. So we went up in the Mooney and, uh, did the instrument training so that he can stay current. In exchange, and, uh, you got your lawn mode or something or what? Actually, I got a starter that I need to Ooh. install into the airplane, and right. he happens to be a mechanic. You uh-huh. see where this is going. I do. I do. The wonderful world of barter. And just a friendly it. neighbor. Hey, neighbor, you know how to do this? Awesome. So, okay, so you got some uh, maintenance done on your well, we still have to do it yet. Oh, but, okay. Uh, it's, gotcha. it's on my list of projects to get done here along with everything else. But yeah, it was really kind of fun because the in-laws had just shown up um, on their commercial flight and I come back from my morning lesson and, you know, basically drove down the street with the airplane and they were standing in the front yard just in awe as the airplane comes around the corner that, that just, you know, they knew that the airplane had a hangar or, you know, that there was a hangar on the house for the plane and everything, but to actually see a, a airplane driving down the street, you know, with cars parked everywhere is, you know, it was a little eye opening for them. They're like, wow, okay, I, I get it now. So that was the first time they saw you when they came to town as you were taxiing your uh, yep. aircraft up, up into the driveway, into the hangar. Yep. And I just left it out in front because I knew my nephew uh, would want to go for a flight. So I took him and his mom then for a little scenic joyride. And actually that was my first true joyride around Fort Myers. So uh-huh. we, we took off and we're out over Sanibel Island and checking everything out and, you know, did, did a couple of those trips and it was a lot of fun. It was really uh, I bet. I, I, I would imagine experience. Okay. So uh, Dory is your wife and you have her Correct. mom there. She sees this. You have to be scoring major, major son-in-law points, I'm guessing. Well, I think I'm offsetting the ones that I lost. Well, that's what I'm saying. daughter far away. Right. Okay. But but she had to be impressed seeing that. She goes, and and your wife's going, that's my hubby. Like right there. Is that how it went down or what? It's more like, there's my nerd husband. I'll play with his airplane. (laughs) But, you know, they all get it. They, They knew what they were getting into when I married her. I was a pilot before, you know, we met. And so. Right. Yeah. But you took up her mom uh, as well. She likes to fly like that or no? Her mom has flown with me in the past, but after, you know, um, knee replacements and things like that, she doesn't feel comfortable getting in and out of the airplane and I don't want to force the issue. Okay. So So you just took her sisters uh, up in there and uh, they had a good flight and was that a new experience for them too, or they've done this before? And they've flown with me before, um, you know, up in Minnesota, but over in our, you know, the campgrounds up in Northern Minnesota where they have a summer place and things like that. So Mm -hmm. this, but this was their first time taking a small airplane ride around Fort Myers. And so they got a chance to see Sanibel Island and the beaches up close. And right. That was was a lot of fun. Yeah. You you, you only did this during the day. Didn't do any night flying. Did you? No, not, not with the, not for a scenic airplane ride. You want to actually be able to see the beaches and things like that. Well, that may be, but, but we got the Christmas lights going now. Give it another week or two. Well, I would, but I'm just saying, yeah, that's starting to happen in Florida and you're in a hot spot. Even down in the Keys, there's a lot of Christmas lights and, uh, it'd be a a fun kind of night flight to do, I think. I think we will try that next, but, uh, you know, it is really 
different as a northerner you know where you used to winter displays to come down here and see all the houses decked out in color and christmas lights with palm trees you know mm-hmm. that's still still trying to wrap my head around that whole thing well it, it's a unique thing but it is uh you know people it surprises people that uh how many floridians do go nuts at christmas with christmas lights it's it's pretty impressive and uh you can just walk around you know uh, drive around to different neighborhoods and and kind of get a little bit of that christmas joy without the christmas cold it's another little benefit of being in Florida. So uh, something to add to the list. I think it'd be cool to see it from the sky. I, I just think that'd be uh, something to consider. Christmas in the Keys. Fly fly your Mooney down there and just, you know, uh, make one of the flights uh, in the evening where you see some of those lights and stuff. Now, okay, so you had those family uh, with you and you're flying around. Are you, are you giving everybody on your list, uh, you know, free Christmas you know, or I mean, uh, I don't know, teaching, uh, free classes or something, or maybe, you know, discover aviation flights or something. Are you thinking about that as a CFI? Um, I might, but most of my family really isn't uh, interested in becoming pilots. My, some of the older kids might, but yeah. uh, right now, you know, I'm not really set up with the Mooney to be teaching. Right. You know, it's, it's not insured for me to be an instructor. In but it. you can give them a flight. And oh, I would be, give them a flight and let them take the controls. I do that every time I go up. I right. try to let them take well, over. But you got to parlay that into, you know, well, okay, this is what you're getting for Christmas this year. And uh, it's like a $300 value. Hello. Hey, just the scenic airplane ride alone. Right. Is, That's what know. I'm saying. Yep. You, you got something to bargain with and, uh, and capitalize on. So uh, make the most of it during the holidays. And anyone else listening to this pilot, they should be doing that as well. Just what we do. Constant little reminder here at Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Shall I begin the Christmas story? Absolutely. Something about Christmas time. Something about Christmas time. Makes you wish it was Christmas every day. See the joy in the children's eyes. The way that the This is Just Plain Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and reminding you during the Christmas season to give the gift of aviation. You know, whether it's a Discover Flight, if you're a pilot and you can fly someone around in your own plane, or uh, maybe you just want to get them a gift certificate for flying lessons, or Discover Flight at a local, uh, you know, flight school, like Flight Training Professionals in Orlando, they have those. That's the perfect gift, right size every time. Uh, you, your instructor might be Dennis if you know him. I don't know. I mean, you're not thinking about giving that away as like a certificate to all the people on your list there, Dennis? That hadn't even crossed your mind? No, it really hadn't because they all kind of just assume they're going to get that anyway. Okay. It's like, oh, you're not oh, going to do that. you'll take me up for a ride in your airplane and I'll, I get to fly, right? Yeah. yeah okay. You got to play that card, my friend. I'm just telling you, you know, it's a very valuable uh, thing you have there and could save you big bucks during the holiday season. So, you know, just, uh, you know, consider that. All right. Now, uh, you're back, uh, you know, settled in now. You've had your first set of uh, visitors, family, as a Florida resident. So you're kind of getting used to the routine of what we deal with, especially this time of year when we actually have pretty good weather. We had a little cold snap in Florida this week, but other than that, for a day or two, you get that every once in a while right now, uh, you know, where we are. But uh, other than that, it's, this is like the best time of year in Florida. Perfect flying weather for sure. Uh, but you're still keeping an eye on the weather back home. What, just because you say, thank goodness that's not me anymore. Is that what you're doing or what? Well, we always want to compare and see how much better life is here, you know, right. and, and what better way than, you know, looking back where you spent your entire life and right. comparing it and going, okay, yeah, this is pretty decent. But, yeah. you know, I also like to keep my fingers on what's happening back at, you know, home because I did spend 50 plus years of my life, you know, living in Minnesota and, you know, the last 20 some, uh, you know, in the Southwest suburbs of Minneapolis. So I, I keep, I keep tabs on what's happening. And one thing I, that came across uh, the news wires here this week was an article talking about flight training and how there's been a massive uptick despite COVID. Uh, and they're seeing record traffic at the airport that I used to have my airplane based out of. Hmm. Uh, they were looking at the numbers and actually the month of July, they exceeded the 2019 flight operations. They had 14,000 operations in the month of July compared to 12,000 last year. So despite the pandemic and COVID lockdowns and all this kind of stuff going on, people were out flying and out flying in record numbers. How about that? Now, is that a a statistic you just came across or was it like a newspaper article type of story where they're saying, 
uh, this was going on and did they actually attribute it to what exactly? Well, it was an article written by the uh, the folks at the Star Tribune, which is the the Minneapolis newspaper, and they were looking at an uptick in op in uh, flight training operations at both the Anoka County Airport and Flying Cloud. Flying Cloud being the one that uh, that I was based out of, and you know, I had kind of anecdotally thought the traffic seemed a lot busier. You know, my son works there, and you saw a lot of business aviation. You know, re- you know, bounced back real quickly after the initial COVID scare, and you know, everybody kind of hunkered down and then things started to open up. Well, then we saw the general aviation folks uh, really never let up. And this, this article really went into detail about that and showing that, you know, record number of pilots were, Hey, we've got free time. This is something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. So they're seeing anywhere from a 10 to 30% increase in students at the flight schools. Operations were up. They've even had, you know, some professional hockey player uh, because his season got postponed, decided it was time to get his commercial license. So there you okay. go. Yeah. Take advantage of the downtime, no doubt. Yeah, and you know it is something you can do socially distanced with just another person or an instructor, uh, and that kind of thing. And you know, it, it's funny the industries like this. Uh, general aviation has done fairly well. I don't know how the airplane sales have done overall, but the activity, you know, is, is definitely being in demand. If the flight school can, you know, figure out the protocols and how to operate the business. I know Ed and Keith, if like training professionals have been working through uh, that type of issue, but yeah, they've had quite a bit of demand of uh, people wanting to do stuff. It's just been a matter of trying to set up the proper protocols to make sure you're keeping everybody safe and uh, clean, you know, the planes cleaned and, you know, get that protocol and stuff like that set up. But once you do, I mean, it is one of those activities that you can still do with all this COVID craziness going on, right? Yeah. And then if you, you know, are fortunate enough to be part of a flying club or, or own an airplane yourself, I mean, you, you got the ultimate social distancing, you know, at least uh, one to 3000 feet above anybody, right? There you go. And, and you know, it, be, it beats flying commercial. It's another reason why you want to go GA general aviation is over a commercial because you don't have to worry about being around all those other, you know, slobs that are spreading germs and things like that. You Getting just, their goo on you. as you Yeah, like that's right. You just keep your goo to yourself in your own private aircraft. You know, so it's, uh, there's many benefits, you know, it's, and it's funny because we're seeing the same thing, for instance, in the uh, boating world, you know, we do the world of boating radio show too, for the boating industry. And the boating uh, industry has been just on fire. They can't even keep up with demand for uh, new boats. They can't well, make I think them you're fast seeing enough. That in any recreation industry, you know, anecdotally, I've been hearing that uh, the recreational vehicles, you know, motorhomes and travel trailers, have been record years. People are realizing yeah. that, hey, okay, I can't go on vacation, you know, to the hotels and go fly somewhere. Why don't I just tow a trailer and I'm self-contained, and I can go camping in the woods. I don't have to worry about anybody. So you're seeing a lot of people looking at alternative recreation now. Yes, maybe. I don't know. That doesn't sound as appealing to me. I say well, you fly. can't lobster dive in a camper. That's, for That's sure. right. You know, and plus the gas still, even though gas is down, uh, you know, still you can get there faster in an aircraft and fly out to some remote location, get there quick, hang out for a few hours and fly back. You know, fly out to some, you know, small little airport or runway out in the boonies. Go get a snack someplace or just, you know, bring some food, go fishing, scuba well, diving. And ha- yeah. And if you have the time, now is definitely the time to to work on your rating because, you know, the, the planes are there, the instructors are there, the protocols are in place. 
And it turns out you don't need a year or in your case, seven to get a license. Uh, Mason Schneider, he's a senior at Cheney High School in Cheney, Kansas, got his private pilot's license this year in only 56 days. Wow. So, Greg, what's your excuse now? Well, he's going, he went for the shortest time it took to get his pilot license, and I'm going for the longest. You know, I'm, I actually, I'm on track to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. You think? Yeah, we should probably look into that one because uh, yeah, it's, it's entirely possible from the uh, first uh, first flight to your your ticket yeah, to my I, checkout I ride. Yeah, uh, I I might actually hold that. But you know, uh, the end of the year is coming for me to make a New Year's resolution once again, the same one I've made for the last five that I will get my ticket in the new year. So I got that to look forward to. We'll see where Don't it goes. Don't make me come up there and be your instructor. And yeah, come on. Done. Come on. Let's go. Good Lord, let's go. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight training professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, kids. I heard on the news that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. (laughs) You serious, Clark? Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information during the holiday season. It is holiday mode. We're playing all these Christmas songs. And you know what? I was surprised. Last week I apologized in advance for all the crazy Christmas stuff we're going to play. And uh, so far, all I've gotten is compliments. Go figure, Dennis. These uh, pilots are as twisted as I. God bless them, everyone. Well, you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper and <laughs> yeah, find you know the, what? Uh, more twisted ones. It, it's still a little early in the season, so I, I uh, have no doubt by the end, or as we approach Christmas at some point, uh, I'll go over the line a few times. <laughs> it's just what we do, or what I do uh, during the holidays. So anyway, moving on to some of the aviation news that we uh, need to cover today. We got to knock out some drone stuff. And actually, this happened right before we went to air last week, and we didn't get to it. 
So we got to talk about this kid who got busted, right? Yep. The folks pay attention to what you're doing with a drone. There are serious consequences. Yeah. Especially uh, if you get one for Christmas or are planning to give it as a gift, you might be sending your little kid or little one to the pokey like this guy. Well, and just think about what you're doing with it. Don't just go and take the drone out because, hey, you hear police helicopters and whatnot, and let's go see what's going on. Right. Because you might actually hit the helicopter, and that's exactly what happened in this case. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, you're you're supposed to have it registered, so your name's going to be on it. You probably have a memory card in it, which you use to film stuff, and most likely your face is probably on that video. So yeah. when you hit the helicopter and leave debris, they go and pick it up and look at the memory card and find a picture of you and come right mm-hmm. to your house and go, hey, uh, let's have a little conversation. Yeah, and this wasn't a little kid. He, I mean, what was he, like 20 or something? So 22-year-old. Okay, yeah. So he was old enough to know better, or should have. But uh, evidently, he decided to uh, fly his drone. What what type was it? It was a fairly decent one. What I thought I read it was a uh, was it a DJI or DJI? It, it might have. I I didn't look into the you know the particulars of it. But yeah. apparently, police helicopters were responding to a call of a burglary at a drugstore, and he decided to take his helicopter out to see what was going on, and instead collided with the helicopter. So right. you know, there's just a whole lot of uh, red flags that pop up here. You know. You're yeah. not supposed to fly more than 400 feet. You're supposed to stay away from uh, other aircraft. And so how did he do that if he was, you know, maintaining line of sight? And yep. Uh, hey, this is just, better than watching cops. We can make our own. And well, uh, you just did because now you're <laughs> on the national news. Right. Good job. He did get the notoriety for sure. But yeah, that's not how you want to get it. And, uh, you know, I don't know what they're going to do to this kid. Because well, uh, he could potentially face, uh, what, what did I read? It was jail time, maybe even two? Yeah, up to a year in jail. Yeah, that's not good for him. <laughs> Tough lesson to learn. But uh, everyone else listening should just know, you know, it, it's serious business with the drone. So, you know, as a pilot, you know, you probably don't want to even mess with it unless you you like playing with them. And you would know better because you're familiar with airspace. But if you're thinking about giving a drone as a gift, uh, just make sure whoever you're giving that drone to knows how to operate it accordingly or are going to follow the rules that are usually actually in the box, by the way. Uh, but, you know, how many guys or gals are reading the instructions these days? Anyway, you know. If you're a male over the age of uh, 15, zero, you don't read the instructions. Mm-hmm. You just put a battery in and go, right? Right. But- yeah. yeah, but you, we need to remember that this is considered an aircraft in the eyes of the FAA, and you need to treat it as such. Yeah. So follow and the rules, get the training. I, I still am amazed. I, I predicted this uh, probably two, three years ago on Just Playing Radio. I, when they came out with the drone that looked like the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars, I was like, oh, my gosh, we are in big trouble now. Christmas yep. Day is going to be a free-for-all. And everybody's going to think it's a toy. Yeah. Well, it is, but it can, you know, create some havoc for especially general aviation if these things are flying all around. And lo and behold, it didn't happen. You know, so, you know, they have managed to get these things in the air without, you know, major incidents happening every week and stuff like that. But I thought that was going to be the game changer when they came out with the Millennium Falcon. And I was like, oh my gosh, every kid on the block is going to have one of these. And honestly, I didn't see that many of them. I don't know. Maybe they priced them out <laughs> or something, or or maybe they made them uh, where they couldn't fly very high or something. But uh, but you know the whole drone thing, they have kind of clamped down on it pretty good overall. You'll hear about incidents like this kid 
you know, and, and you hear more of that type of thing where people are flying, you know, higher than they're supposed to and they get into trouble and, uh, and you hear about potential drone strikes, but you're probably with me on this, Dennis. We're not hearing about as many incidents as, as I might've thought we would have, uh, you know, when we started seeing this on the horizon a couple of years ago, what do you think? No, I think everybody was assuming that you were going to have, you know, once a week an airliner was going to right. be swallowing a drone on final or something like that. And, yeah. you know, that fortunately hasn't happened, but I think it's, you know, has a lot to do with the community stepping up too and trying to make sure that people are aware and the outreach. I know the FAA has been very aggressive on trying to target drone users to understand right. that, you know, they have tools available. They've They've realized that some of their tools that can show, you know, what the current airspace is was not up to the task. So they went and uh, partnered with the with the industry, private industry to come up with a much better application for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, the tools are out there if you're willing to take the time and, and learn them. And you should because, you know, it isn't a toy. It is actually an aircraft. Right. Well, it's a little bit of both. But, uh, but yeah. you're right. The industry, I think, has stepped up to try to make sure, you know, they nipped uh, a lot of these problems uh, in the bud, so to speak, uh, by working with the FAA and, you know, asking people to register their drones and all that kind of stuff and try to get a, get, get that under control before it got blown out. Uh, and maybe it's worked to a certain extent. And if extent. you get or give a drone for Christmas, seek out, um, you know, direction and guidance from, you know, a local flight instructor or a drone operator or somebody like that. You know, you don't have to do this alone. Uh, there's plenty of resources out there to help teach you and get you the tools to understand airspace and what the limitations are. Right. And, you know, and that's part of the coolness of the, you know, of the gift. It's actually one of those type of things you learn stuff from. You can, you know, it's, 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 uh, I don't know. It's not as much like a toy, like the millennium Falcon. What, what worried me about that is like, this is just a purely toy type of drone. You know what I'm saying? And I Mm -hmm. thought every kid who's like, you know, nine, 10 years old, they're not going to read the instructions. They're going to just try to fly this thing as high as they can. And we're going to get into trouble or whatever. But, you know, like I said, I don't know, maybe to put a limit on the, on the, how high the thing could go, or they didn't sell quite as many of them or it didn't catch well, on. Like I think a, the bigger problem with those, uh, uh, toy style drones, yeah. um, they're so small that they're affected very much by the environment. You know, you got any amount of wind and they're, you know, next to impossible to well, fly well. True. Exactly. And yeah, they, they could have been, they might've been just demolished if they hit anything. That's a good right. point. And then you but, get into some of the bigger stuff though, like the DJI phantoms and, th- right. and things of that class. Now you've got, you know, an actual tool that you can hang a camera off of. And, mm-hmm. you know, somebody was flying one over the neighbor's house because uh, they were getting, you know, photos for a real estate listing kind of a thing. You know, there's a lot of practical applications for a drone that, you know, it's not hard to follow the rules and be able to use it. And now all of a sudden, you know, you've enabled, you know, as a realtor, you've got much more effective listing if you can get aerial photos of the property and things like that. So we have a know. lot of that happening in Florida. The, the You know, the drone things are, are and they say it's for real estate and stuff like that, when in reality, they're flying the drone to see, you know, the, the neighbor uh, sunbathing topless. At their pool and stuff. So just you're a Florida resident. Get used to it. <laughs> well, you're not I'm a always, nude sunbather, are you, Dennis? No, I'm t- but I am topless. Oh, that. See, I didn't need to hear that. <laughs> you just painted this mental image for everybody during the holidays, even. How well, dare you? Can't you can't sunbathe in a t shirt. Yeah. Oh, All right. 
We apologize in advance, so there you go. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh my god! Santa here? I know him. I know him. But I saw Santa in his bathing suit, trying to catch a wave, but he tried too soon. He laughed so hard that he could barely breathe And washed up next to me He said, you look naughty, but I'm sure you're not He was soaking wet, but he cracked a smile With the present in his head He said, it's Christmas in the sand Christmas in the sand This is Just Plain Radio, Gregor Co-Pilot That is me, along with Captain Dennis Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. Hopefully you're making the best of it, flying your plane as much as possible. We are navigating the latest aviation news and information here as your crew. And uh, there are a couple little tidbits we got to get out there for you to think about uh, during the season. And, you know, uh, actually uh, got a great gift idea coming up as well. But before we get to that, we got to talk about the uh, air races, the Reno well, you know, air races, right? It is the season of giving, right? Yes. At least they would well, like you to, uh, it sounds exactly. like, right? <laughs> so, you know, if you are in a charitable mood and feel like giving, uh, the National Championship Air Races, also known as the Reno Air Races, is in desperate need for finances. Because of the COVID-19 shutdown, they, uh, they had to cancel the air races this summer. Hmm. And they were already kind of in a hole because of an insurance, uh, a, a huge jump in the insurance from the previous year. So, you know, they're, they're looking and finding ways to slash expenses and they've had to resort now to basically a fundraiser. They're looking for charitable donations. They need to re- raise basically a million dollars in order to make sure that the air races can go on next year, but it's the wow. first half million to just keep everything open and running so that they can get to that point. So if you are so inclined and and really appreciate seeing warbirds and unlimited class ra- air racing, uh, go over to their website and uh, make a donation. Or are they doing it like an auction helps. or a telethon or anything like that? Or well, maybe a telethon would be a great idea. Get you know T yeah. sixes up there running races and whatnot or showing. Well, I would videos, think they they would want to be giving away uh, you know free flights, like a hey, donate this certain amount of money and we'll put you in the race. And you hey, can be a co-pilot in, in one of these things or something like that. I don't that. think they're turning down any good suggestions, but for right now, just there's this, uh, an open campaign on their website. to says, to we want money. money. Please help Please. us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know. It, it's uh, a tough time for a lot of different folks. And you got to do what you got to do to survive. And I guess that's all they're saying is like, hey, please help us. If you do got an extra a dime or two. Send it our way because we want to keep flying these races. Yeah, I thought they well, were having some issues with the race overall the last few years, weren't they, or were they? Well, it you know they have had a rough go of it. There, there was a major accident about 
five, 10 years ago where an airplane lost control and crashed into the stands. That certainly did not help the situation. I'm guessing um, not, but yeah. Now they've got, you know, a national sponsor, Steel Chainsaws is the official sponsor of it. So it's now the Steel National Championship Air Races. So they've got a little bit more visibility and prominence there with some naming. But, right. you know, it's still, there's a lot of moving parts to putting that on. But, yeah. uh, you know, keep in mind that some of the benefits from this air racing, it may seem trivial that we're just racing around pylons, but the improvements that they're eking out of these airplanes especially on the general aviation side like the unlimited class and some of the home built class a lot of that technology that they're putting in that eke the speed out ultimately can benefit us as uh, ga owners because those types of modifications those airframe improvements can trickle down into to our fleet as well yeah but, well you know, it's race tested and proven right well they were talking about doing some electric uh, flying races too i believe weren't they was that the same they're, place or was that a different race I think it was a different race, but the concept is going to be very similar, you know, and it electric makes a lot of sense because right now we don't have the range. And so how many laps around a pylon, you know, it's probably 15 minutes uh, Mm -hmm. to do a whole heat. That's right in the sweet spot of where the battery technology is right now. So you could have a really impressive, but quiet race. That would be fun. I I mean, we need to support it if we can. So we need to call up Keith and give him a, His credit card. His credit card. Yeah, because mine is totally maxed out as usual. So I can't help, but uh, maybe Keith can or someone else listening right now, feel free to reach out to the Reno Air Race folks. And uh, do you even know their website? Just Google it, right? Just Google it. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, cool gifts for the aviator on your list or aviation enthusiast. Obviously, there's a plethora of ideas from bomber jackets to accessories to stuff to use in the cockpit as a pilot, all that kind of stuff. We've covered it, you know, ad nauseum every year. And we'll probably do some more, maybe. And where's your favorite place to go shopping for those Christmas presents? Probably Costco. Well, it could be. I I wouldn't, that wouldn't be the first. everything there, right? (laughs) Well, I I wouldn't uh, pick that as the first place to go for an aviation enthusiast, but maybe I've been uh, uh, mistaken because uh, they're jumping into the arena, aren't they? They sure are. Uh, Costco has actually partnered up with uh, Wheels Up, which is an aircraft charter membership company. You can actually buy a membership now to Wheels Up at Costco. And so, of course, you're going to get a gift card and an right. extra $4,000 flight credit if you do. And a free but, uh, meatball sample or something. When you I'm walk sure down. you'll probably get yeah. a rotisserie chicken thrown in it. No well, well, you know, you got all these free samples, even with the COVID stuff. They got, they, they're got they bringing the free stuff back when you walk around Costco. So you can, you can almost end up eating for free. You know, they, they got little single serving things now. But uh, regardless, okay, well, Wheels Up exactly is what now? What is it's it? It's an on-demand charter. So you buy a membership to it and you have access to their fleet of turboprop and jet powered airliners. And depending on which uh, plan you want to go with Mm -hmm. um, and what your needs are, you can have, you know, guaranteed availability in as little as 24 hours. So for you want to take a trip and you don't want to deal with the airlines, call wheels up, say I need to go from here to here. They have the airplane sitting there waiting for you, catered, fueled and ready to go. Now you, you, are you paying for the flights up front or are you just paying for a membership and then you're paying for the membership and then you pay for your flights and with the Costco membership, they're including a $4,000 flight credit with your membership. So you're Mm. getting a little something back. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, but what does it start at? Do you even know? You got the numbers? It's 17,499. Oh, youch. So you got to be a little bit more well-heeled. Uh, yeah. But, you know, for the pilot, for the, the 
the person on your Christmas list that has everything. And there you go. Uh, well, if you don't have your own aircraft, how generous, yeah, it could be the next you? best thing. Yeah, well, well, uh, evidently, I, once again, we need to reach out to Keith and his, or at least his credit card, and take it over to Costco. I got a Costco my membership. I'll let him use my membership if he'll buy me one of those. That's a fair hey, deal. Hey, then you get a thirty five hundred dollars Costco gift card back with the purchase. Yeah, too, so, you know that works out for you really well. And and I'm gonna you know eat for free. When I go over there and get all the free and, samples of stuff. And probably insist he takes you with on whatever flights he schedules. Well, there, there is that. Yeah. I, I don't know. This is a new thing for Costco. If for them jumping in on this, they must think it's pretty, you know, a pretty lucrative idea. Because they, they don't usually get involved in these things unless they see a major market for it. So what do you think? Do you think it's because of this COVID stuff where more, more people are looking to fly private and, uh, you know, and that kind of thing as an alternative? You think that's what this I, is about? I would almost guarantee that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, because people are looking at an alternative. They don't want to go on the, the commercial airlines. Um, and this is a, is a great option because, you know, Wheels Up's been around. They've got a diverse fleet. So, and the fact that you can schedule in as little as 24 hours, I mean, there you go. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Do you go to Costco yourself quite a bit there, Dennis? <laughs> I'm more of a Sam's Club guy. So. Are you really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, so do you go into those places, look for aviation stuff? Like, uh, you know, you might get lucky and see they might have bomber jackets or something like that. Well, they do. They have maybe. drones. So there's that. Well, um, they got drones, of course. Yes. But they you also have in-flight snacks that are quite handy. You know what? You can load up your uh, private aircraft with a, a box of, you know, crackers and stuff. You know, you know, it's very convenient. You throw that in and part of your uh, save a flight kit kind of thing or, or crash kit. Is that what you call it? That's not it. Ditch bag. <laughs> get some goodies for your ditch bag maybe at Costco. Is that where you get yeah, some granola bars and some waters, things like that. Yeah. yeah or exactly. Biscoff cookies. Those are kind of be like the default aviation snack. Okay. Like you Del- need that when Delta you go. Delta in-flight cookies. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.